Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first trader interview. Uh, we've got Ash, otherwise or more famously known as the party shirt trader. So welcome, Ash. Ash is somewhere a bit warmer, a bit more exotic uh, than where I am right now. Um, and um, Ash, if you could give us a little bit of name, age, where you're from, that would be absolutely super for me. Yeah, lovely. So, yeah, my name is Ash, but I go as the online alias as the party shirt trader because my attire is always a uh, loud, vibrant shirt. I'm 31 and from the UK, born in London, grew up in Worcestershire, lived in Leeds, but then kind of been traveling the world since I was about 24. That's awesome. Yeah, that's absolutely awesome. And you're now in Thailand, yeah? I am indeed, yeah. Yeah. And how long yeah. have you been out there? I came out here in February. So uh, prior to that, I was, I've been living kind of all over the world. I was living in Vietnam before, uh, Australia, kind of backpacking before that, li working, living and working on cruise ships prior to that as well. So That's here, awesome. there and everywhere. That's awesome. Have, do you think you've, have you like decided to settle there a little bit for, is that the, is this the longest you've stayed somewhere or are you, where were you going next? I guess is what I'm. Yeah. So uh, in terms of where I want to settle. I think it's hard to say. I love the Southeast Asia vibe. Uh, I love living in Vietnam. That was one of my favorite places on earth. Like, so if you go online, just look at the kind of the scenery, it's just spectacular. And all I know is I'm not a massive fan of living in the UK, just the weather, yeah. just the overall vibe. And, you know, looking at, you know, inflation, everything at the moment, it's like, it's pretty wild. Yeah, you messaged me yesterday, right? Two, two pound yeah. a liter for fuel. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. I only when it got to a pound or one pound twenty. I was like, shoosh. Yeah. But you know, we're living in uh, crazy times. But you know, we've been seeing it coming. You know, as as a trader, you have to be aware of, of kind of forecasting about events. And I think most people were aware of it when this huge money printing was going on to kind of keep everything yeah. afloat. But it's just a band aid, right? And there's only so much. The, the how many clusters can, you can use? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. So I guess you're. You've put yourself in a position where trading enables you to um, to do exactly what you're doing, and and that's mm -hmm. just an awesome thing, right? To be able to travel the world and be free, you know, yeah. time free and you know financially free. We'll talk about that. Um, yeah. So I guess if we, I've got some straightforward questions just to help our listeners or viewers, just I guess yeah. gain some understanding of what people's lessons and journeys look like so they can relate them to their own so they yep. can get a little bit of belief that it's possible because there's so many um you know uh, ideals out there and so many lifestyle portrayals that that aren't always um legit or real and i think really touching base with traders and looking at their specific journey and their lessons that the lessons they've had along the way how the markets have maybe humbled them or not or what their big eureka moments were will really help people that are watching and listening so i guess the, the you know the first one when did you start yeah how, how long have you been trading when, when did that when did that come about so essentially i was working full-time job in in sales so i was doing car sales and medical sales i've and done car sales that's my background yeah, motor trade yeah yeah <laughs> and I'm like the frustrating thing is i really enjoyed the job um but i just wasn't a massive fan of how it was being managed yeah, and yeah i made yeah. it very apparent about my feelings they weren't reciprocating to that so i moved on to medical sales 
job was great, management fantastic, but the overall kind of day-to-day routines and the, the area that got inherited was just, it was hard, it was like, I'm, I'm re- relatively good at sales, right? So moving into a job where all the leads were like already tarnished from the previous uh, employees made it, you know, really more tough. than an uphill battle, yeah. you know? And, and it was just, you know, I thought I found my escape, but in actuality, I've just moved into another trap. And I'd always been traveling before and, you know, saw, I've tasted, you know, I've seen what life can really be like. So, you know, I said, right, screw it. I've got enough money in the bank to kind of travel the world. And I'll just figure out how to work online along the way. So quit the job. Booked a one that takes some balls, here. right? Fair play to you. Yeah, for sure. And some of my friends and especially my family were like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I wasn't happy. And I, I know like a career is always there. This, this is something you can always write down. A career is yeah. always there when you want it. It's always there. You know, if you've got the right skills, anyone will employ you. Um, But I believed in more. I could do more. But I just hadn't figured out what that is yet. Yeah. It's that that inner inner thing inside you. So, yeah, I just booked a one-way ticket to India and kind of let destiny play its path for me. And so prior to going, I just kind of Googled how to make money online. And, you know, the, it's the typical kind of story when, when some people look to make money online, they just Google what to do. And, you know, I stumbled across trading because you, you look at things like, uh, you know, SEO, Amazon, yeah. FBA, all, all these uh, online ventures. I didn't really have the right kind of skills or I didn't think, you know, it looked like a big enough, looked like a too big of a mountain for me to kind of accomplish. Then when I looked at something like trading, it's, you know, it's, it's all in your control. You know, you can't control the markets, but you can control how we well, can forecast, right? We're kind of speculators. So if you yeah. can just understand how to do it, eventually over time, it will come into fruition. So, you know, I went down the, the very similar path that most people do when they kind of start learning about trading, you know, getting into Forex, especially, you know, there's signals, there's people selling the lifestyle. So like, that's the kind of lifestyle that I want, but, you know, abroad. Yeah, you could relate to that. <clears throat> So got into it and this is prior to kind of the pop firm world, which I think is very huge now, but back when I got into yeah, it, it wasn't, yeah, really, I, it wasn't I, one the thing. Absolutely. What was it? And, and I don't think people and traders today realize a, how big that we'll talk about pop trading later, how big that opportunity mm. now is and how that can oh, be yeah. totally transformational. You know, when you're trading with a, with a small account, you know, you, you're probably only covering your monthly subscriptions on stuff, let alone, yeah. scaling and trading uh, because that's just going to take so much time for compounding and that growth and then impatience kicks in and you need to pay your bills right so that opportunity is far oh it's not you know like when i started it was options it was yep. you know um there's just so many other things but but not like this yeah um so yeah i started just, just trading with my own money and then started you know, putting more money in as I thought I was getting more confident. But yeah. I still wasn't aware of risk management, right? And I think okay. that's the, the key thing when you first get into it. You, you see everyone using XYZ lot, lot, lot sizes, yeah, yeah, yeah. unaware of what their account size is or whether it's an actual account or not. And you then soon get humbled because, you know, you, you might put you know, a substantial amount of your savings or, you know, holdings into it, not realizing there's a there's a risk element yeah. because people always look at the upside, but don't realize there's a, there's a downside too. And uh, kind of this, this is a kind of quote that I live by, you know, that the market's always going to be there, 
and there's unlimited profits to make. It's unlimited. However, your capital is limited. Yeah. Okay. And if you're not careful, the market will just wipe it out. And it was as if you never existed. So the market was will always be your capital well, and yourself be. will not be. Yeah. Look um, that. One, one of the things that um, I often say is um, trade like you can never deposit into your trading account ever again. Yeah. Because one, once you have that mindset with that cash, you you trade very differently and more sensibly, mm-hmm. right? Um, so yeah, can absolutely. you can you relate to that first moment, that first trade or the increase in lot sizes where <laughs> tell me how your body feels, you know, that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how think, did that all go down? There was there was moments where you know I was I was earning really good money from just you know unaware of the risk that I was placing onto the trades. And then I think it was, I can't recall when, but I was in Vietnam and I put some heavy trades on gold shorts and it wasn't going my way. And I had stops in place, but it was just uncomfortable, 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 and just lying there in bed, just thinking, what, what's going on here? And I just lose all the money. And I'm thinking, crikey. Luckily, you know, I was sensible about it in the sense that I sell enough money to live, travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you, you lost money that... You could afford to lose, although but it was, it was fucking deal. painful and you didn't want yeah. to lose it. So there's a difference. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and then memories, I guess you can go straight to that moment in your mind, right? Mm, absolutely. And uh, then I had a bit of time off from it because, it, you know, if, you know, you feel the burn. Yeah. And I feel a lot of people don't realize, you know, trading is very in, intense on like the body in itself, from your emotions you know, to sleep, it affects you in every way, you know, it takes a long time to actually get numb to losing or, yeah. you know, winning streaks, losing streaks, etc. And, you know, I've, I've managed to kind of overcome that in some senses now. Obviously, the losses still hurt, but that's the name of the game. If you had a 100% win rate, you know, you, you could just risk whatever and live the yeah, highlight. Yeah, wouldn't that be right? easy? Wouldn't that be nice, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I had some time off. And then when I was in Australia, I got back into it and really kind of paid attention to you know, making it work because it was coming towards the end of my time of traveling because funds weren't low, but I didn't know what to do next after Australia because I was living there, working there. And I wanted to go back to Southeast Asia and pursue an online career. Yeah. And I had the kind of trading nailed down and I just didn't have enough capital to make it, you know, sustainable. Then I, so I just Googled like investors trading and then FTMO came up. So I was like, oh, like, and then I kind of read through it. I was like, blimey, why is no one talking about this in the kind of trading sphere? When um, was that then? Like two or three years ago? Uh, I think it was longer than that. I think like was it? Three or three or four, maybe. Um, yeah, they, they sort of like came through. I remember almost like a bit of a light bulb moment with it within our group. And mm. it only really feels probably a year and a half to two years-ish. But I obviously know they were around a lot longer than that. But... Yeah, clearly the marketing and the the new model. Um, you know, if you found them earlier, then you know, fair play. Yeah. So yeah, I just because I because I looked at like the requirements at the time it was a bit more risque with the risk, but still within hmm. respectable or reasonable uh, restraints. And I was like, ten percent, yeah, I can make ten percent. And lo and behold, you know, I was doing. I sold my body to science, so I did like a medical trial in Australia just to boost the funds. So when I got to Vietnam, I had like a nice buffer. Did you then wake up from that scientific experiment and like crazy shirts? Was that, was that where that came? <laughs> well, that was actually a moment when I was in, uh, once again, Vietnam. 
and um, I just put a pie, you know, I put one of these shirts on, everyone calls them like shit shirts. And I was like, man, oh, like this, like I put them on, I was like, you know what, I like, I feel this. And like, I could go out, people would like give you a bit more attention, a bit, basically like the eyes are on you. And yeah, well, about- it, I think it totally complements your um, your personality and the vibe. And, you know, when we were exchanging voice notes yesterday, you got fucking music going and and um, we'll probably come back to that because I think that's a that's a, a good question about, mm. you know, state. Right. And um, well, we'll go there now. So so is that one of the things that, you know, obviously your personality is you is is. Um, is, is out there with that, right? And, and it's great mm. to create that image and that's how that makes you feel. So, you know, in the music in the background, do you do you do that? Um, what do you do to create your state ready to, I guess, have a trading day or session or whatever you're on with? Yeah, so there's, you know, I can't remember who said it, but it's that fam- famous quote, right? You master your mornings, you master your day. Right? Yeah. So I'll typically go to, gym, go to the gym in the morning, do an exercise class or my own kind of little circuit itself, go, go to the cafe, see the nice ocean view, have a nice uh, banana shake, get back, shower off, and then get the tunes playing. And just come, come looking at the market, like what, what's the best, best opportunities and what markets are looking right for a good risk to award trade. Um, but I always kind of try, try and emphasize the importance of tackling the external problems before trying to master trading because Trading is very, like I said, like I said before, you know, intense on the emotions. And if you've got other things going on, whether yeah. that be, you know, family issues, work issues, they all seep into your trading, right? And yeah. you, you know, your your judgment and your your risk might be more aggressive. So it's when when you come to the charts, it's you have to be as kind of neutral minded as possible, and as sound as sound as you can be mentally. Um, and like that's why I like being in Southeast Asia because that's makes me feel much more calm, relaxed. I can enjoy myself here. Whilst in England, it's just constant stress. stress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and 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 that's that's absolutely right. You know, it all seeps in. Mm. Um, and trading's just a, a small byproduct of having all your other shit in order. Really, yeah. you know, habits, routines, disciplines, decision making, all of that stuff. Um, what would you say then's been your the biggest hurdle on the journey to date if there was one particular thing what would it be i'd probably say is when uh you know when i got funded by ftmo everything was going great i was like crazy profits and then covid happened and the instruments that i used to like to trade so bad the most uh right. became essentially untradeable so i used to trade mainly gold and pound aussie and i don't know if you look if you look back at the charts where especially when covid really hit the markets on Pound yeah, two thousand. Yeah, Old, it just yeah. did a relentless move rally. In like four hours, you know. So, and then the spreads became insane. So, you, I think it was like twenty pips spread, or uh, across the board on, on a lot of the pairs. So, you know, because I've never experienced anything like that, like that, I didn't know how to approach it. Yeah. So I was still trying to kind of trade how I was accustomed to, but the market was shifting and behaviors weren't normal because it's yeah the market's going you know, what's going on with the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got in, you know, pretty toxic relationship and then things were just spiraling out of control. And instead of kind of taking, you know, a step back and try and uh, assess what was going on and, and tackle the issues, I just let them just manifest, manifest, manifest. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I was going to an extremely good living to 
having to fly home with nothing in the bank and starting yeah. from zero again. And, you know, it's, you know, by drinking way too much, getting distracted by females way too much. So I, you know, I basically stopped drinking and, and talking to women for a year and then building everything back up again. Okay. And that's, you know, that's brought me to this kind of moment now. And now I kind of manage those things. So, you know, I keep drinking just to the, to the weekends or just what once a week if if I feel like it. And females still get distracted, still get distracted. <laughs> and that's typically when my trading dips a little. Yeah. Uh, but it's 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 more just letting them get get to me rather than me just not approaching it the right way. Yeah, I think I think it um, shows um I think another credit, you know, another credibility or or key asset to a to a trader is self-awareness, right? Mm um and resilience so what you've just described there is both of them in total bucket loads isn't it to be yeah. self-aware that you need to make a change and that there's a there's you know you need to come out of that the other end and and reflect upon it and then to be resilient to challenges along the way too so no i appreciate your um your openness mm. in this space to to talk through that um what's been your best Obviously, would you, have you been self-taught? Have you had mentor coaches, courses? What's been the best bit of advice that you've had um, along the way that's positively impacted your your trading? Yeah, so I'm, I'm self-taught. Just uh, I found that once I spent just like two two hours max, you know, a day of just studying rather than just being in front of the charts all day, really benefited me because it's you're not overloading. Yeah, and you're trying, you're refining the concepts that you're trying to to learn, but also yeah. applied to a strategy that you're developing. Um, so I just kind of went on YouTube, just learned about structure and candlestick patterns, and then once I kind of got an idea of which ones I could identify, say pick three to five patterns, and just kind of master those or just look for those. And then I lean, I lean more into the in, indices world now. And I found yeah. they respect zones and, and levels and they, they kind of do a lot of things repetitively. And, the, you know, the moves are a lot bigger. So if you can anticipate those moves, you, the risk reward is, is fantastic. And typically you can be in and out of a trade within a couple of hours sometimes. Yeah. Whilst I find with Forex, sometimes I might be in it for an extended period of time if you're not scalping. And some, sometimes there's, there's lots of wickouts. The structure can just... For me now, when I look at Forex, I struggle to understand it. You know, I can get a grasping, but when I compare it to like indices, indices are a lot easier for me personally to read. Yeah. And, um, and that's just through sitting in front of the charts and just looking at and watching how they behave. And, and that's just a time thing. And unfortunately, you can't really teach that. So it's once you mark up the chart. So I kind of start from the typical monthly, weekly, daily, mark those levels out. And then anything in between is kind of minor levels. So I just watch how these how price reacts around those those areas because once it kind of breaks or closes below and, and whatnot, you can then anticipate the kind of right it's going to move just back to the next level or the next zone. But that's just from just me, myself, and I. Yeah. But yeah I, I, I do talk to, talk to other traders as well. Uh, you know, Matt's a Matt's a great guy, and he, yeah. he's really kind of helped me along the way. And he said he basically said to me, "I just need to stop trading forex because that's where like my biggest hurdle was, where you know that's where most of my losses were coming from." But because I've been so accustomed to trading forex for so long, yeah, it's one of those things. It's hard to give up. But then when I, once I kind of kind of really cut them out, you know, I still trade them every now and again. Um, but once I really cut them out, 
you know, there was a big difference. Uh, and that's, I guess, the power in what you're saying there is having consistency in whatever you're doing, where you've got data in whatever you're doing, so you can able look, look at it and go, hang on, you know, all of my substantial losses or a big percentage of my losses are from this instrument, this pair. Um, okay, didn't realise that you know because it might feel differently at the time you might only remember you know the good times or the big wins mm -hmm. or it's like gold yeah. isn't it gold can haunt people oh, with previous glasses this is this is my quote for gold for anyone's listening like write this down gold is the bringer of dreams and destroyer of souls yeah i can i can promise you the thing is with gold you have to be very patient with it because mm. it does give a lot but you have to wait for the structure and the, the moves to be just right. Because, I mean, if you look at it at the moment, like I think this week, it's you can anticipate the moves, but the wicks, the, the, the yeah, volatility. It's fierce. It's fierce. Yeah. And obviously, what what I do mainly is is um, algo trading, right? And uh, yeah. that volatility in gold can really help. But sometimes it can go on an absolute bender as well. And I guess the only common thread and theme through any approach anybody takes yeah. is to don't get to the hope phase and to mm. always know where you're out yeah yeah that's yeah. The, that's the only controllable and if you're still getting stressed or emotional when those boundaries and rules and criteria are set then you're still trading too high you're risking too much yeah mm. um and it's you know how I explain it. You like turning a dial um, yeah. in your own emotions and physiology. That all oh, you know. I'm risking one percent a trade, but I'm still anxious. Okay, well, risk fucking less then, and yeah. get to a point where you're not even asked about really checking to see you know what's happening or not. Um, would that be that biggest humbling moment for you on the journey? That that gold move in in Vietnam or the COVID? You know. Is yeah. Well, there's two. <laughs> So uh, it's what, what, I, what I tend to see is a very common trait within successful traders is that it's, whether it's the market or something that has had to destroy them to the yeah. ground zero. Because once you get to the ultimate low, you know, and there's darkness all around and it can feel like that, you know, there's no escape. You know, how do I get out this rat race or this this office, this cubicle, this yeah, this job that, you know, it might I'm only like two people only work a job to survive, right? They're not doing a job because they enjoy it or um anything like that. It's for me, I just I knew I wanted to live abroad, do things abroad, and this was the outlet to outlet to do that. So I needed to look at what was going wrong. Yeah. And it's not until you assess and take a good look in the mirror because you have to be honest with yourself you know yeah what, yeah 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 you know, I, I took a couple of trades this week which were uh just like limit orders that I, I left overnight but i put them on whilst i was a little bit tipsy right when in naturally i should have just came to the market on the day set an alert and see how it reacted but instead i just left them on work the morning and then you know profit the week so gone yeah um, so i mean even when you're doing well there's still moments where you slip right and it's you know at the end of the day we're human yeah it's a continual um, process of evolution yeah. right yeah it's not oh i've i've it's not like oh we've completed it mate you know yeah. it, that that just doesn't happen and um yeah because it's not like you're running a race or you're competing in a sport and you fucking win gold medal or mm -hmm. you know in other things in life achievement can be defined with an end goal 
the only end goal here is when we're when we're brown bread. Um, yeah. And um, this is a continual process. Markets will change. There'll always be different challenges or different opportunities, isn't there? And um, yeah, it's it's accepting that you know, be it what whatever it is that's triggering or affecting you along the way, or 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 just the we're not cognitively like robots are, you know, in, in that sense. And that, and that, that's the same in algo trading. You've still got fear and greed. Yep. You've still got market changes. You've still got decisions, you know, that even if a lot of decisions are removed, there's still decisions, um, yep. how to run, what to run, when to run it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I can totally, um, you know, relate to what you're saying there. Yeah. And, uh, this is another little quote that I should write down. <clears throat> is that you know you can be motivated and motivated to succeed in in trading forex indices stocks commodities whatever right you can be as motivated as you want but this is a when you look at the people at the top of the top their motivation is just a byproduct of discipline these people yeah. are just extremely disciplined people you know they know that in order to get things done it's not meant to be comfortable it's not meant to feel good but it's about taking the right steps which are yeah. you know which is uncomfortable a lot of the time but those you know constant uh decisions end up building success and the byproduct of that will be will be motivation so yeah. focus on being disciplined because a byproduct of being disciplined is is motivation yeah yeah i love that i love that what um we'll come back to prop firms in a minute so you, you touched on a little bit of your typical day um earlier but could you could you give me a bit of a rundown you know what does your morning or or your typical day as much as possible parties women boo you know yeah the sure. so my, my kind of monday to friday is always always very much the same so wake up anything between 6 7 a.m shower to be cold showers because you know everyone says cold showers are great and i you know, you're living in a hot country so cold showers are perfectly fine by me even fucking better yeah mm. And go to the charts, check on my emails, messages, etc. See if there's anyone I need to get back to. See if there's any anything through Asian that might be able to swing into to London. No, I play seven times out of ten. There's there's nothing there. I prefer to just trade pre London. Um, so yeah, once I'm all kind of scrubbed up, I'll go to like a little coffee shop or Seven Eleven, get a nice coffee, chill for five, ten, fifteen minutes, just kind of be thankful for stuff kind of like an internal kind of meditation yeah cool. thing because it's 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 easy to get inside your own head when things can look down but then you take it a more kind of altruistic i don't know if that's a word uh, approach you know look, look at where i am look at what i'm doing you know financially i'm very stable presence right yeah and like just because the markets or trading's going you know downwards a little bit it's not a natural reflection of who I am and yeah. you know, what's, what's the reality that I'm actually living in. Because if you like look at the other side of the world, you know, like a, for example, in Ukraine, like I'd rather be in my shoes than their shoes. Yeah. 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 And we're not defined by a loss or a. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The losses aren't personal. It's just the market being the market, right? Yeah. We, we, we can't, we can't control the market. We can just speculate it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So then I'll go to the gym. So I typically do like a fitness class, um, so I used to be like kind of really into, you know, bodybuilding when I was younger and now I'm just carrying all the injuries, but not the actual super <laughs> oh muscles anymore. All right. So, uh, I'm sure there's still some know. guns under there, Ash. Don't worry about it. Oh yeah. No, no, I don't look too bad. I don't look too bad. Uh, but during COVID I put on a, a fair bit of weight, you know, yeah. traveling, you know, I was 
prior to that, I was still in good shape. I didn't think I was, but looking back at old photos, I think, give me that body back. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think you realise that until you get into your, your 30s that you, you should really pay more attention to like mobility, flexibility, cardiovascular health. Yeah. Because um, weights are great for looking good, but I, I remember like being like very large and just struggling to find jeans or shirts that fit me nice. Couldn't touch my shoulders, you know, just constantly aching. But, you know, I was just thinking, oh, fitness, fitness, fitness. And fitness is important. But when yeah. you have like a more of a, you know, like balance. Yeah. So like a bit of weights, a bit of cardio, a bit of mobility. Yeah. Stretch, um, stretching, you know, I underst- I've underestimated that for fucking 38 years. Um, yeah. But how when you start doing it, you know, like your legs feel like highly tensed elastic bands, you know, and then yeah. you start, really, oh, hang on, this feels a bit better. So, you know, it's massive um as you, as you get towards a, a number beginning with four but it creeps upon us all for sure absolutely and so after uh, the gym look i bet you got lots of nice areas to dine in yeah yeah so and, and in terms of the class it's like the, the exercise that i do i do like 20 20 minutes of like cardio and then like i all like typically because at the moment my shoulder's a bit funny i'm just doing like kind of a, a weighted circuit so it's kind of yep. cardiovascular but weighted as well and then afterwards 20 30 minutes like stretching all right just to help kind of cool down because it's super hot then i go get some food uh, typically i just go to my little cafe have a little protein shake typically just for like this beautiful ocean view then i then it gets towards kind of my trading time so i see if there's any setups to take and just i take them on my phone but i'll have them marked up from my computer right so it's yeah it's anticipating the moves um, so you've already done the work really so the execution yeah. is the easy bit mm. to a point yeah. you've already done the preparation and you know what you're going to do it's just waiting yeah. for it to play out yeah 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 just waiting for those confirmations where it's you know uh you know support resistance closing above or yeah. from an area where from the, a zone yeah candle exactly confirmation so. whatever yeah and i think it's it's important to wait for those confirmations as well because you can anticipate the move mm. but it's better to feel I always find now I'd rather be more confident and waiting for like, yeah, I might give 10, you know, or so like 20, 30, 40, 50 points uh, away from the trade. But I know when I enter, I'm a lot more confident, right? The momentum's on my side now. Yeah. 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 Rather yeah. than just speculating. Um, yeah. Rather than. Yeah. Anticipating you're actually, yeah. you've had confirmation already and, and we only yeah. need a bit of the move, right? You don't need yeah. to find the perfect top because if you're trying to find the perfect top, that doesn't really exist. Yeah. And if you're not waiting for the confirm, yeah, you know, I'm, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'll so I'll get back and um, one of the the beautiful things about living in Southeast Asia is just the beautiful scenery, right? So really enjoy the the ride on the bikes, you know. So if you do ever, you know, anyone ever comes out here, get a bike. You have to ride a bike. It's one of the best best things about being in Asia. Moped um, or, or or push bike. That's like a scooter, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not, not like a, you don't, you can get a push bike, but it'll take ages to get anywhere. And you'll yeah, just, uh, cool. Um, You'll have to do more. I, I don't remember. I'd love for you to, you know, tomorrow morning or when it, or Monday, whenever you do that routine, take it. Get me a picture of that ocean view. That'll, that'll be um, proper. I, yeah. I, I, can, I can sort of like relate to this chat and you being there with, mm. with that view and that, that that'll be quite powerful yeah yeah it's great oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's spectacular you know it's it's one of those things that makes you think about all the hard work all the yeah the, the grueling times are worth it right? now now yeah. i'm living the the life i always anticipated for myself right yeah 
yeah, so get back, shower off, cold shower again. So obviously it's red hot, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. And then disco on, tunes on blast. So, you know, upbeat, positive music, either some Motown, some dance, some melodic trance, so like a, a varied, varied amount of stuff. Sometimes some, some just some 80s golden tunes. It doesn't, whatever tickles my pickle. Yeah, yeah whatever yeah, tickles yeah. my pickle, right? You know, I can see, I can enjoy a lot of music, apart from drum and bass. I struggle to like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one thing I struggle with. But all my mates listen to it, so it's, sometimes it's like, I'll go out with them, like, just stood there like, don't want to be in this. <laughs> Get me to the 80s Motown group. <laughs> yeah, oh, mate, if they had a Motown night before, I would love uh, it. Awesome. But yeah, and then um, I'm very fortunate to have found some really, really good traders as well. So I'll sometimes sit, talk to them, either on Instagram, Discord, and sometimes we'll go live and just talk through ideas that we're having to take yeah. a session. And that's one of the benefits from, you know, I, I took me so long to set up my Instagram, but I could have set it up a year ago, you know, realizing I actually had a lot more knowledge and experience than, yeah. you know, it's because yeah. you always, it's one of those things you, you put off for so long um, or you start too early. But then once you realize this, there's, there's not many people out there that, you know are kind of transparent about yeah it's value add right well. you got to go with value and get and cut through the the bs of the yeah. journey and the challenge along the way and yeah and the transparency with it and so for me like with, with trading as well like my goal is just to live a, a comfortable life a, a nice life and then you know a byproduct of of just keeping the small gains going yeah. eventually i'll become you know one of the top traders out there that's mm. the goal right yeah and just byproduct of just living, you know, within that structure, I'll get there. Uh, okay. It's just probably saying the next two, three years, I'll be creme de la creme. You know, the party shirts will be everywhere. That's the, that's the, that's I look the forward goal. to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's, I, I think that's really important to, to think about too, you know, where we want to get to as a byproduct of what we're doing now. The thoughts yeah. we're having, the routines, who we're associating yeah. with. Um, yeah you know, um, and what that looks like. How do you, uh, losing runs happen, periods of drawdown happen. How do you emotionally, um, you know, react, deal with yeah. them? Yeah, so just to add on to that, like kind of last piece as well, this is another thing you should, should write down, is that life is an accumulation game, right? And it's not until you get to the latter part of your life, if you've not played the right, you know, decisions, you know, there might be small decisions, but those yeah. small decisions all add up over a lifetime. And you, if you, you can, you can see your future if you really look for it, right? If yeah. you look at look to people, you know, in their 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, whatever it may be, right? You can tell that the life choices have not been sufficient enough to, because they're, you know, they're sad, depressed, they've not enjoyed their life, they've not done anything with their life. And I was quite, you know, aware of that when I was younger, so like okay. 18, 19, 20. And I realized, right, I need to do what I actually enjoy doing because now is the time, especially when you're in, you know, early 20s, you can, you know, do, you know, do stuff, right? Because yeah. you're going to go physically able, kind of, yeah. yeah, well, physically and, you, you know, you've got time to kind of fuck things up. Yeah. And, you know, I just knew, like, if I just, you know, you know, I work hard, I might not be the smartest individual, but, you know, I've got the, the right ethic when I, when I choose to apply it. And... Once you, once those once you just constantly make those small right decisions, eventually, you know those crumbs turn into a mountain. Yeah. And you can see people in you know like in the seventies, sixties, eighties, whatever it may be, but that are fit fit as a fiddle. And then you look at the other end of the spe spectrum where they've probably you know they've done a labour in intensive job, 
not looked after themselves, ate pies and fish and chips all day, every day, all the time, going to the pub. Every, like I see a very common theme in the UK. Everyone goes to the pub every day, yeah. you know, and it's, look, I, I like to think it's a dying trait now, but hmm. it might, you know, you're, you're taking short-term satisfaction for long-term pain. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And that, yeah, that's that was, also, that note. Um, you know, one of the things around a stressful life, you know, people are looking mm. for them escapes, you know, and we can all relate to that, you know, um, yep. I guess environment's important. And what you've done is you've, you, you know, you've taken the ball by the horns, you've taken a risk, a lot of people wouldn't have done. And you've ignored a lot of people that have told you not to do it or that you're silly, or what do you mean you're doing that action? You know, go and get a fucking yep. job, you dosser, yep. you know, and it's like, no, uh, you know, I want to yeah. be in the right environment. And that, that, that breeds better habits, better productivity, more happiness. Um, what does that financial freedom or, yeah, and or happiness, success, what does all that look like to you in your, in your head? I think that's a tricky one because even some of the most successful people I know, you know, they're, they still have that fear and that the, the, I've, I've typically, with a lot of people that are doing extremely well, the fear is even greater because yeah. they've got lots, lot, a lot more to lose. Um, but for me, I like the more, you know, laid back lifestyle and out here it's, you know, beautiful skies, beautiful beaches, beautiful people. Um, everyone's just very friendly and like, yeah. You can you can you can look at all sorts of you know I know people here are who I know a guy that I talked to he's like a, a, a performance coach but for elite traders so he only works with Wall Street traders and like crypto whales okay. and he he charges a you know a substantial fee but because he has proven results so he can charge few money yeah few money because the results are there and he only wants to deal with the you know the, the top echelons of uh, individuals and he's invested a lot of money into his kind of self-development as well and that's how he's kind of got there yeah um and then you'll meet other people like myself you know i i like to strive for to doing big things great things but i enjoy just living life and i think yeah. what people tend to do is they put you know monetary status or something like that to be a representation of their life but the reality is are you, are you actually enjoying your life like you can be doing fantastic in a job that you could hate it or you can yep. be doing fantastic in a job that you love and it doesn't actually feel like you're working and i think that's yep. the overarching goal for a lot of people like doing what you love so i wake up every day happy as larry because i love what i do i love talking to people that i get to talk to um but then sometimes you can get numb to those emotions and get comfortable and where, yeah. where most things die. Yeah. Where most things die is when you're too comfortable mm. and you know, that's when you really need to sh shake the box. You know, you have to be uncomfortable because that's the only, only way that you grow realistically. And um, yeah, so it's, it's hard to say, you know, what is that kind of bigger overarching picture? for me because i feel like i'm already kind of living in that element you know i feel very financially stable i feel like you know i'm living in kind of paradise yeah and you know but that's that's just a byproduct of just the years of torture yes 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 you know? so people are only seeing 
you're just seeing the end product. That progress, not yeah. that moment where you had to fly back home, right? Um, mm. and, and, and that's and, a horrible feeling, especially when you go from hero to zero. It's always yeah. good to go zero to hero, but when you come from the top, you've tasted the liqueur of life. Yeah, yeah. When you fall down, those rocks, they cut deeper. And getting back up is, you know, get, to get back up, for me, it was immensely hard, but I knew it's what I had to do because yeah. I know if I and sat down you know you could. There, you had the belief you could. Yeah. I can tell. I know if I just sat there and just kind of accepted it, you know, life would just be a misery because I've, I've seen what it's like. I felt yeah. what it's like. And I know I have the skill set and the, the ability. It's just something wrong, you know, mentally. Typically. So what would you say to somebody right now who's Ash that had to fly back home where it's all gone a bit to shit? What would your one bit advice to be be to Ash at that period? It might not make sense now, but it'll all work out. Okay. Like this will be your greatest lesson because you know it's it's like uh, when you're a kid, you get when you get you know disciplined or something, right? To not do that, so you develop a behavior trait. Yeah. And within trading, those behavior traits and those emotions happen because there's the highs are really high. The discipline needs to be, you know, and the, the setbacks need to feel just as hard. So you need to be level, right? Because if you're up yeah. here and down here, you're you're gonna screw yourself over. Yeah. You know, that's when that's when life gets hard. Don't be hoop with the wins, and don't be yeah severely depressed with the losses. Um, okay, so um, it's part of the journey. Yeah. And with trading as well, like don't I find a lot of people they fixate on it so much, but they have no other outlet. So. Yeah. You know, that's why I like to enjoy myself on the weekends. And, you know, I could trade, you know, crypto on the weekends, et cetera. And the setups might be peachy and perfect, but I'd rather yeah, just... Yeah, you know, turn off. Yeah, give your brain a break. Relax. You know, and that's what I always find when I'm going through a bit of a losing streak or a bit of a slump, I just have some time off. Yeah. You know, because some people be going through it through that. And I say to them, when was the last time you had time off? Yeah. And some of them never have, right? And, you know, it could be two weeks, it could be two months, it could be two years, doesn't matter just time off you know fix the external get yourself back to neutral feel good and then come, come back with a fresh mind and and assess what you're doing wrong before because it might feel hard to assess what's going wrong you know in that moment but when you can yeah. look back on it you think what the hell was i thinking that was an awful yeah. trade to take or um my risk That's brilliant was advice. over the shop you yeah know? Brilliant so advice. T- t- time is is amazing if utilized effectively yeah, and that and that needs patience. It needs an understanding of the journey. It needs a, mm. again self awareness. I think one of the biggest yeah. things that people should take from this is that self awareness and reflection and accepting the yeah. journey and accepting that sometimes there'll be times where you have to take the foot off the gas and 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 hang on. Let's look at me as you know, like the third person. You know, mm. what's going well? What's not going well? What can I do better? Where's growth going to come from? Where are the marginal yep. gains and improvements that are going to compound over time? And they might just be, I'm going to get up and do this today, you know, and then mm-hmm. tomorrow I'm going to get up and do that, what I did, but maybe do one more thing or whatever that yeah. might look like. Um, yeah, that's 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 magic. What? Um, so if a trader's looking to start trading after watching this video, mm-hmm. they've got the shirt. Yeah. They're ready to rock it. What yeah. would be the one bit of advice that you would give that person? Hmm. Just be ready to be tested emotionally. You will be tested. And I think it uncovers a lot of things about yourself as well. So you're going to see who you are. 
you have to have a much bigger picture in mind you know not a, a year goal you have to have like 10 year goal 20 okay. year goal it's a, it's a it's a long game and you know i'm thankful and the people that i talk to now have been in the game for so long they've those are typically the people that have had that bigger vision and they because i've seen other people like kind of come into the space and then disappear within a moment's notice and it's just having the bigger picture right you know because this this moment in time could feel like the biggest drawdown or downward momentum yeah, you ever yeah, felt yeah, yeah. but you if you take a kind of real zoom out there's that big line ahead right and losing is the name of the game it's how good it's, it's not about winning it's about losing this is what the I, name lo- of the game I love is. what you've just explained seeing life as a drawdown or a losing streak and then a yeah. winning run and then a bit of complacency and overconfidence and then all oh, humbled oh no yeah. here we go that's fucking yeah. magic that is that is yeah. um that is magic and, and, and how because I, I see it in terms of like patience discipline um cognitive control that we have i yeah. see it with like obviously you won't have this stress but if there's traffic in the morning and everyone's bandwagon effect someone moves and then mm. i'm gonna follow and there's that impatience and there's you know cognitive distortions with confirmation bias outcome bias is there things that you see and that you've overcome in trading that you i don't know see play out day to day like that among people and how people behave and things yeah i mean it's you know let's let's say for example with the people someone cutting you off in traffic right it's not personal yeah it's not personal like they just yeah. want to they might not even know you're there yeah but that can sit with you all day yeah you know i see it my you know with 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 people when they're driving back home right someone cuts them off and they'll just be raging all day oh i can't believe that yeah the person driving that car boy does you know that it did it and they're living a happy, a happy yeah, life. yeah yeah right and so you gotta just you live the kind of more stoic way yeah you know, yeah being as neutral as possible being aware as well so being aware that you're emotions are high or emotions are low and yeah it's especially when they're low it's hard to look at things neutrally but the the low side is where everything needs to be not managed but assessed and how can i bring myself out of a lot because at the end of the day we're human you know we're, we're never always higher we're never always low yeah and it's just about managing the expectations and you typically find when you're at the highest highs is where things can go wrong and when they go wrong yeah really big because you don't see it you can't preempt it caught off guard Um, and that's a very similar trait that i see with a lot of people uh, when they are on a a hot run um when when things do go wrong they they spiral pretty bad so it's better to stay kind of neutral so when things do kind of spiral they're easily corrected yeah Um, it's just constantly constantly just kind of just being in in tune with yourself and remember nothing managing them deviations and yeah you know um right. so, so prop trading um mm-hmm. what obviously we we touched on earlier that it's a great opportunity and i'm sure you agree because of the yeah. you know the reward and how that can really help uh, yeah. retail traders coming in the market so um what's your take on you know if i was to say to you what are your top three prop firms right now what would they be i think it's really hard now <laughs> I so fucking think, many, right? Yeah, it's not that there's just so many. There's so many quality ones, yeah. and they all have their own little nuance, right? They still have the overarching thing. If you don't read, you kind of take 
their label away and, yeah. and whatnot, what they actually offer. Most of them offer almost an identical product. It's just how yeah. they've dressed, dressed themselves. Right? Yeah, great point. So it's, it, it's, it's hard because I, I, could, I could probably pick four or five that are fantastic. And what would you say? So FTMO, yeah. um, I know you've got the funded trader program on your, on your thing. They're, they're good yeah. guys. I've got, you know, I'll catch up with Angelo next week. Yeah, great um, guy. Great guy. He is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the growth he's done with that is fantastic because we yeah. we did some stuff with the FXC car crash that happened at the time. And <laughs> yeah. I was um, yeah. a little bit involved in the master trader thing and then that all went a bit weird. And uh, But yeah. what he's grasped and what he's built is um, is brilliant, you know, mm. and, and, and ultimately the service, the, you know, the payouts, the, the, the opportunity, right? That's probably the mm. best word I'm looking for that he's provided yeah. for people. So FTMO, them, uh, I know you do E8. I think they're a bit of a silent, um, I think their metrics, their rules, their scaling plan. Mm, um, the scaling plan's played crazy. It is, but, yeah. But I'm just kind of hesitant when they offer, you know, when it's all too, not too good to be true, but when there's, yeah. there's obviously a lot of risk there. There's an yeah. intense amount of risk. But, you know, in actuality, another thing, write this down, is you've got to remember, let's say it's a $100,000 account, hypothetically. You're not trading hundred thousand dollars. You're only trading ten because yeah, the actual down might be only ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay. So essentially, you're trading actually very high risk on a small account. Yeah. 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 And, and basically, you're doing a ten grand for ten grand. You're doing. You're trying to yeah. flip an account in thirty days. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's why, like that space with challenges, it is a calculated gamble, whether we like it mm. or not. You know, it's not yeah. real trading. And I, I spoke about this yesterday, whereby. You know, if you were trading a 100K live account with your own funds and you got to 92K, let's say, and you had a period of drawdown, if you're in a challenge, you're going to think, right, I need to get back to a retry or I need to do whatever. And you're going to throw the kitchen sink at it, right? Because they're the rules yeah. of the game that you're it's playing. It's a psychological game. Yeah, yeah. to make that Big happen. Time. You're going to have to go, yeah. right, I'm going to fucking go risky as hell mm -hmm. to get back to break even, to get my retry, to go again. Or if you haven't got a retry... You're trying to risk two grand or or risk a failure to yeah. make 18. Yeah. If that was your real account, that would be the worst and the last thing you would ever do. So yeah. that's why prop challenge trading is just not anywhere close to real life trading, but it's yeah. a means to an end. And I think yeah. it, if, if it wasn't for the challenge and the poor success rate for people, the opportunity wouldn't yeah. be as big for the ones that can do it. Yeah. 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 You'd have lower leverage. You'd have a, a blue FX model, which is one to three, which is mm. subscription, which is really tough because otherwise they don't make money, which means they can't pay traders that win, you know? So it's, yeah. it's a model that people will moan that prop firms make money through traders that fail, but it's the fact that traders fail that enable that opportunity to start with for the ones that do then get funded. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not 100% sure, you know, what happens behind the scenes with a lot of firms because they all have their own secret source and how they yeah. um, delegate various... funds and data that they use and, yeah. you know, the algos or the, you know, the not the algos, but the, the well, yeah, the algorithms that can determine whether it's right, really good idea to yeah. put some real I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna copy Ash. He's yeah. ticked these or boxes more, over this you know, period. You might think you're risk. you might, you know, this is hypothetical, it's all hypothetical. Let's say you're trading 100K, you're risking, you know, let's say $1,000 on a trade, but they really like how you trade because it's very consistent and it's very kind of risk averse. 
you might fish, think you're risking a thousand, but on the back end, you're actually risking ten thousand. Right? Yeah, because they might be leveraging it up and down, or not yeah. at all, or yeah. reversing. You know, the, mm. I, I, I think that the model is is data, it's power, it's you know. Yeah. Imagine we went out there now and recruited, um, you know, two hundred thousand traders, and you would instantly quickly see the top one percent. You would yeah. see the worst. 80%, you'd flip the worst 80% and you'd leverage the top 1%. Yeah. Um, and that's an incredibly way of clever way of recruiting into yeah. that investment model. For um, sure. And I mean, like I say, looking at the metrics, let's, you know, the success rate, let's say it's 90% failure rate. You could say, right, we'll just take the opposite of everyone's trade and we'll take yeah. that 10% loss. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like no, no dramas. Yeah. It's a 10% profit it's, spreads mm. reversal point. Yeah. There's, there's so yeah. many opportunities within it. Where do you see all that going, Ash? You know, let's say two to five years from now, I guess none of us know, but what does that what does that feel like to you? Well, there's always the regulation looming, right? Because, mm. you know, like anything, once anything gets so big, regulation rears its head and typically over-regulates, right? So, you know, it's just make hay while she can. Yeah, you know, that's, that's the key thing. I mean, there's so much opportunity and it's, 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 it's stupid not to take it, but... The key thing is start with a personal account first because people try and hoppity skip that step, but yes. that's probably the most crucial step. I'll probably say that's the crown, you know, you know, that's the most important that you've bit. Gotta, you got to do the groundwork, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, real money is real money. And it, it hurts, it cuts more, and you, and you learn quicker. Whilst with, you know, the, doing a challenge, you know, I've failed many challenges, passed many challenges, yeah. right? Yeah, that's just the way but, it goes. And it's... I don't take the, the losses personally because I just know I can just get another one and, and yeah. pass it, right? You know, it's it's just the name of the game. And typically if I fail it, it's because I'm trying to YOLO, right? Just yeah. like one, two, trade it. And that's typically when things always go wrong and trying to rush a process when really I've got plenty of time to do it. Yeah. And you need to make quarter percent, half percent a day. And yeah. I'm there. Right? Yeah. It's not a lot. Yeah. But we always try and rush yeah. the process that, typically the, the faster you try and do it the longer it takes i think Always. the um the key point there is that sort of eureka moment with me and, and what i'm trying to explain to our community is that is the leverage of these prop firms and the accounts you know if you've got three four 200k accounts and you lose one but you've made 15 grand 10, it, it really doesn't matter yeah you know? uh, yeah. see it as leverage bank what you bank don't get emotional you're not liable for the losses if it was your own fund mm. if you made 10 grand 10 grand 10 grand and lost 20 on a mm. prop account some people would say well you're only plus 10 or well, actually let me re rephrase that you've got four accounts plus 10 plus 10 zero uh, minus 10 minus 10. i have people that go well you, you you're zero no i'm not because mm. that that minus 20 i'm not liable for yeah so i've made 20k yeah. even if i lose them i can you know go again on the process but um i think you you're exactly right right make hay whilst we can well we can we can't control what does or doesn't happen yeah. although at the minute the space is increasing i think there'll always yeah. be maybe a new model or or a way that the opportunity might not be as it is right now but there'll always be something there um yeah. well i mean with all the competition now the the standard and the expectations are much higher yeah, uh, I think uh, I, could, it I couldn't believe how long it took for FTMO to raise their uh, comms to 80%. I couldn't believe yeah. how, how lagging behind 
just because you're the king, like, doesn't mean you can't fall. Because once you're at the top, there's only one way to go, right? Yeah. Back. I was pleased when they did the extension thing because I think that was a game changer for them. Mm-hmm. Now we're not trying to make 10% in 30 days, get to six, get to five, get to seven, break that elephant down, um, yeah. stay in the game and, you know, plan um, yeah. these extra decisions for sure. For sure. What do you... Um, so obviously what we try to do with Trading World Series is, is give people accountability and discipline on their live funds. So, you know, instead of getting emotional because they, most traders are impatient because they've almost not got a reason to be patient. It's like, well, I've got a thousand account. I want 20, 30% a month because otherwise anything less than a hundred a month gain on that is figuratively too small, right? So yeah. You know, what, what do you think to what we're trying to achieve there with encouraging that discipline and focus to give the reward? You know, we paid out, I think, three or 4,000 last month on traders that came first, second, third. And they made, you know, I think 4%, 5%, you know, sensible gains. But there was a reason for them to stay yeah. disciplined with their own cash. Yeah, I mean, it, you're building the right infrastructure to what's the word that's what I'm looking for you have the right to to trade bigger if you can manage a small account you can manage a big account yeah and you can take that data to a bank or you know a big firm just like look here's here's a thousand dollar account I've traded over a year yeah these are my metrics is there any opportunity to to, to work with you guys and say we, we really like stuff like that we'll take you on yeah we'll see how you trade a slightly bigger account and if you can manage that well over let's say a six month period then all of a sudden, yeah, they start to scale up, and that's obviously I think that was more of an old school way of doing it. But you know, you can shortcut that now with with prop firms. Yeah, you know, once you develop, once once you really understand, like it's all about managing the downside, being the best loser out there. It's game yeah. over, right? You, you've made it. And I think I think you'd, you'd have traders that stay in the competition. They've got so much more data there. They can really instead of strategy hopping or instead of uh, I've blown that account. I'm going to do another one. I'm going to do another one. I'm going to do another one. You know, be focused on one. Look at your data, the amount of trades, the risk to reward, the average win, average loser, the with the win rate. Any patterns like what you said earlier, where you could look at it and go, I'm losing out on FX here. Um, I can make a change and have a, have a quick win by encouraging that consistency and discipline. Hopefully, when I've traders at the end of the year that are still in the competition that haven't tried to make. 50% month or flip their account, you know, they, yeah. they've probably made, I don't know, you know, probably five to 10%, but consistently, you know, that that's yeah. the sort of person who's going to win that competition. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I say it's easy to flip the account, but it's more luck, right? And yeah. There's only so much luck out there. Yeah. 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 It'll run out. <laughs> yeah. It, and it always, I see a very common trait where someone will be killing it for so long. And I've been a victim or a yeah, we all person have of that, along that journey. as well. You know, I've made crazy gains and then in the heartbeat lost, lost yeah. it all because I just got greedy. Yeah. Or, you know, I took it too personal, revenge trading. And it's, you have to go through that to then realize yeah. it's such a bad trait to, to have if you want to be realistically in the long term, if you just take, be happy with the smaller gains, everything feels better. There's less stress. Yeah. And life, life ain't about stress. Yeah. No, that's not, that's not what life's about, but to get there, it's hard. Very hard. 
and there's pain along the way. I think some people that come into it and they try and navigate the right way to it and they will. I think these these setbacks and these challenges will always come to a point. And I think the people that have had them and got them out of the way and taken reflection and learning are the ones where their account and their life account is on the on the up. Yeah. But there's some that get to mount stupid, you know, the Dunning-Kruger effect where they don't know what they don't know. They get mm. up here and it's like, oh, this is great. Beginner's look, you know, look or randomized or probability plays out that someone who's newer doesn't know what they're doing can win and someone who does know what they're doing and his experience can lose, right? But yeah. then they enter this valley of despair and it's what they do here. Either they quit and a lot of people will quit, but I guess with the help of you on this video as well and other traders I'll interview, it's really tapping into the common denominator for everybody is that you didn't quit mm. and you reviewed and you reflected and, you know, got that, got that equity kind of yeah. back on an Typically when you're ready, when you quit or you're ready to quit, that's typically when you're one step or 10 steps away, you know, you're yeah. so close to getting there. It's like that, um, because... that picture where someone's digging for gold and they're walking yeah. back the other way. And it's yeah. like, literally just dig one more bit Yeah, uh, for sure. Ash, I, I massively appreciate you. I'm conscious of the time. You're giving me an hour of your time. Um, that's right, no stress. That's absolutely awesome. And um, for everybody watching, I'm sure they'll all uh, agree with me that that was super helpful. And I love um, your awareness, the story, the journey. Um, I'm envious of your CV, so please tag me in on that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I appreciate you sharing that because I'm, I'm absolutely convinced it will really help um, people that are in various different points of their journey right now that yes. probably are struggling um, and you can give um, inspiration to let them you know know that there is light at the end of what can sometimes feel a, a long tunnel so um, thank you very much Ash for that. Pleasure.